Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States, is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, selfish, selfish. You know, listen to the provocation. You know, listen to the provocation. Real people, real conversation. Real people, real conversation. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we back on it. It's been a minute, I know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, the last time was before the holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hey, look, man, everybody need a break every now and then, you know. Yeah, I, I will admit we had a pretty busy schedule with our – we do have personal lives. You're right. Indeed. Hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. Hope everybody enjoyed their new year. I know I did, bringing it in with the family. In case you didn't know what you're listening to, though, it's the provocation, real people, real conversations. I am Ron, one half of the dynamic duo, and as always, I got my boy with me. And I'm Ronald L. Felton, the father and son tag team. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. We welcome you to Episode 76 in Season 3. Of the provocation. Yes, indeed. Like we always say about this time, if you listen to live, we appreciate the love. If you listen to the archive, we appreciate that too. Today is January 15th, 2019. Hope everybody enjoyed their day. Had a productive day at work. Hope the weekend was good. Got to watch you know, some good football. You know, get to see the Dallas Cowboys take an L. That was beautiful, man. That felt good to me. Now, hey, Brian, let me just say. Hey. Today is also the actual birthday of the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Well, I, I didn't know that. I appreciate you sharing yep. that with me. Let's get out of here. You know. That's right. He's a. Uh, we got that celebration coming up over the weekend, right? On uh, Monday. Yeah, it'll be Monday. Monday, the third Monday of each month. Yeah. So, hope you get to spend that time with your family. Hope the kids are educated about Martin Luther King. I mean, you hear him in the beginning of the show. It's only right that we started off that way. You know? Yeah. Yep, yep. I guess I should say the third Monday of January. I made a mistake and said of every month. But the third month of the third Third Monday of January. Hey, if you want to celebrate the third of every month, we we fine with that too. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But um, definitely winter's setting in. It's been a lot colder lately. I know I'm I brought out the big the big jacket for the past couple of days, man. Shoot, stepping outside. This, and I'm you know I'm in Virginia. And I, you know, just the other day we was outside riding bikes in the sun. Mm. Remember that? I remember you telling me, yeah. Not not this week, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Might not make it home. No legs, but yeah, man, so you know, it's the new year. I know we didn't we didn't have, we haven't had a show since before the holidays, so you know, pretty sure people got their resolutions they're working on. I got some personal ones on my own, 
I've been uh, I've been sticking to it lately. I told myself I was gonna get back in the gym, and uh, my wife was in there with me. We've been going every other day. We've been consistent. Okay. I'm happy about that. I'm actually doing it the right way because you know usually with me, I don't really do the legs and stuff like that, man. Because you know when you start working on your legs, like that first day after working out, and if it's just legs. Mm-hmm. The next four days after that are the worst because you got it's just sore. You got to walk up steps. You you struggling to get out of bed. You got to bend down the ground. Man, it's the worst, man. Tell me, it's the worst. So me and my wife was going through that last week because last week was leg week. So I try to do it from week to okay. week now. So I do upper body one week, legs the following week. I'm gonna see if I can keep that going for the whole year. That's the goal. I told myself 2019, no excuses, man. Okay. Stop making up excuses when I want to do something. You know? All right. We got uh, we to gotta get this show moving, man. We got to stop making excuses when it comes to this show. I feel like we got a good message for people. And uh, we just got to put the work in so people can hear that. Or at least give people a place where they can they feel comfortable to come talk and educate us if need be. You know, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think uh, as uh, you and I were discussing I think we have to definitely be a little more disciplined in our in our programming so that we don't spend yeah, a whole lot of time covering one particular issue or topic and that we're able to get through a, a variety of issues. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I think we both have um I think in our hearts and minds, we know what we want to we want to be able to do with the show. We want a, a level we want to get to so we can start um, working on some real plans, but uh, you, know, you got to put the leg work in too. So you know, I've been I've been told myself too that um, I ain't making no more excuses, man. See, we're gonna we're gonna put the full effort in into everything I do this year. Put myself in a better, me and my family in a better place moving forward. That's that's what I told myself for 2019. You know, I think honestly, man, it's just, it's just a lot going on. You know. The last two years has been tough, I think, for a lot of people because we're not used to dealing. We got our own drama to deal with, but we're not used to dealing with the drama of the country, too, man. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to wake up and go through what you go through and then be frustrated every time you watch the news because your current president did something else stupid. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, dude, I think that plays a big part in how people have been feeling over these past two years. Now, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I know that... For eight years before that, it ain't feel this way. No, I agree with you because, like you say, I mean, usually uh, when we would talk, we would talk maybe a little bit about maybe something that happened politically, uh, but then the rest of our conversation would center around family and, uh, you know, things of that nature. And uh, But we find ourselves, at least for the last two years to be overly consumed because it's like it's like every day there's breaking news. Yeah. And you can't I'm, just ignore it, you know. And let's let's do it from um let's do it from a minority perspective too, man. Like being a person of color in this country right now, things just feel a little unstable. And you know we constantly get reminded of how it was 50 years ago. We see the we see the videos, we see the pictures. You know we still see all all that's still implanted in our minds that that happened to our our people at one point in time. That I mean I'm talking about like not even like the civil rights era, even leading up to that point. You seen you read all the stories, you've seen everything. And like we at a point right now where I feel like at any moment the you know. It can just the the society can just lose itself. Yeah, I agree. And, they, uh, they gonna, and if society doesn't have respect for us now, how you think it's going to be when it loses itself? I mean, it's going to be worse. That's the kind of worry you you deal with as a person of color with the current environment, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think we can uh, quickly. Uh, well, we've already. Uh, Headed in that direction where we can quickly descend into chaos uh, yeah. because 
Um, you mean all your life, man? You grow up, you 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 understand the laws and stuff of a civilized society. You try to you try to obey the laws and stuff like that, and you've been taught yeah. to obey the laws. And when you see such blatant disregard uh, for the laws, then it makes you feel like uh, are there some people uh, that are above the law, that the law doesn't apply to them, and so forth. But then you you also see, too, where, like I I often say, I I was hoping that you and your children when they experienced some of the stuff that I experienced, and I'm quite sure my parents felt the same way that I wouldn't experience some of the stuff they experienced. And right. it it looks as if though for the most part of your life growing up, you probably did not experience uh some of the things that I see. So kind of like but towards the later years as you're getting older, especially these last two years. Well, you not know, not only with, are with, you beginning to experience it, but your your family is, your children are. Well, this is what I say. You know, there there were times where I've encountered racism growing up, you know, but there were isolated incidents. It wasn't. It was, mm-hmm. I never felt as if. I never felt as if. You know, I, in my mind, I'm like, you know, these type of people, they, we're just, we outnumber them now. Like, they, they don't really exist like that. That's why it's just isolated incidents here and there. So you got a couple people that act up. But then when you turn around and see an election where this, this, his rhetoric throughout the whole thing was clearly racist, racist, and he still ends up becoming the president, then it's like, I mean, was I right about them being outnumbered? Or am I just am I fooling myself? You know? So you constantly yeah. you constantly live on that you almost constantly live on the edge every day because you know, I go out where I live at it's majority white people. You know, what if I go out and they just decide to turn on me one day? What am I gonna do? How how, how can I explain that to my family? Can I even get my family out alive on that situation if they just decided they wanted to lose their mind? Mm-hmm. You know? Like these are yeah. the things that you feel can now you hope to God that society holds itself together, which it has been doing, but it's like, how long can it maintain? You see other third world countries and the things that they go through. I don't want to become that. I don't want to have to have my family go through something like that. And these are the kind of the fears that a person who looks like me goes through every day. They'll never be able yeah. to understand that because they're not in my situation. Right. So these past two years with this current climate, <clears throat> has been more difficult for me because these are the things that worry me on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Well, look, man, enough for the sad stuff, man. You know, it's 2019. No excuses. If we want to see change, we got to make change. And we did that with the midterm elections. And we'll see where it goes from there. You know? I agree. I'm pretty... I'm. I'm okay with what, what, what I've been seeing from the Democrats so far. Basically, they are, they working. They doing what they supposed to do. They working. But you got you know you got a baby in the White House, and if he don't get his way, everybody suffers. And you know, look at the people out of work right now due to this shutdown. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, Talk I think. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. You know what? You know what? Let me. You know what? Let's not even get into it, man. We're going to okay. save that right. for what All we got right. going on today, okay? We're going to save that for what we got going on, because we're only doing an hour show, so we got to make sure we get to this, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So if y'all tuning in, you're listening to the Provocation, Real People, Real Conversations, give us a call, 516-418-5467, or hit us up on Twitter at the underscore provocation. That's where the eight and not an A. So... 2008, first episode of 2019, want to do something different, something a little fun, something fun we can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something we can talk about, we can have a little fun with. So I was like, you know, why don't we do a list? Let's, let's do a list of the people we could not stand the most in 2018. Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the people... When they come on TV, the first thing you think is, oh, hell no. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been saying, I've been saying, oh, hell no. A lot over the past two years. So I figured let's have a little fun, man. Okay. So we what we did today, and we're going to go back and forth on this, okay? Mm-hmm. We're just going to go from 10 to 1, throw in there whoever you want to throw in there, who you feel fit in that slot. And, of course, we're going to talk about it. Okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Why don't you go? Go ahead with the first. I'll Which let you go see? from the bottom up with the first four. Want me to set it off? Okay. I'm going to set it off. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> first and foremost, number 10 on the top 10 list of the people we could not stand the most in 2018 you know what? I, I know I put people, but we, we could say it could be an entity, it could be whatever, because my top 10 is going to be Fox News. Oh, hell no. Okay. All right. I can go along with that one. Okay. Top 10 is Fox News. Reason being is because, <laughs> you know, I see, clips in, I, clip, I see clips here and there from Fox News, and it's pretty much peddling the same BS over and over again on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to tell you what disgusted me recently is, <clears throat> so I'm in the gym, right? And for some reason, every time you go to like a place of business, Fox News is the one that's on. I don't, I don't yep. know why. Yep. I don't know yep. why. Yep. Now, now we'll see this. When I, work into, when I walk into my job, Fox News is never on TV. It's always mm-hmm. CNN or it's MSNBC. Okay. okay. But... When I walk into any other, if I'm in a doctor's office, if I'm in the gym, anything like that, for some reason, it's Fox News on the TV, right? So there's a couple TVs in there. I'm on the treadmill. I'm watching something else, of course. But to my right, you 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 don't have a choice but to really glance over and just take a look at what's going on every now and then, right? Right. I was reading the headlines back-to-back. All the headlines are... Obstructionist Democrats. Democrats are blocking this. Democrats are doing this. Democrats want to negotiate. Boom! It's it's just everything bad about the, what the Democrats is doing. Now, when the thing is this, the real story is they come to the table with a deal, and because it doesn't have wall language in it, he's now held a shutdown for it's almost going on a month now, and people not getting paid. So Fox News to me is a huge problem because there's a segment of people that watch that every single day and they believe every single word that comes on TV. Now, that's my question, right? Two people I agree with on Fox News or tend to agree with most of the time, I would say. Okay. I think one is, is it, is it Shep Stewart? Is, it, is that his name? It might be, yeah, it sounds, sounds familiar. It's Shep Stewart. And yeah. with the other guy, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, too, yeah. right? Now, Chris Wallace, I, 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 I take him more credible than anyone else on Fox, yeah. Yeah. Now, but see, this is the thing. Chris Wallace, absolutely, because he's going to test you. Like, the way he tested Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and she looked completely stupid. Yeah. Something similar to yep. that. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's okay to have Republican or conservative views, but also to have common sense. That's the one thing that Fox News does not get across, but only for two shows I can think of, and that's Chris Wallace and that's Chef Stewart. Mm-hmm. Okay? So literally all day, they're, been, they're just being pumped a perspective, which is just untrue. The numbers don't lie. The statistics don't mm-hmm. lie. If it's on paper, you cannot argue with that. People can lie all they want to, but all you got to do is do the research to confirm it. They don't promote any of that on Fox News from what I'm seeing, or Fox at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to me. They got to be on the list, man. Because I honestly feel yeah. like even if you could have, if you had a network, obviously networks are biased. It happens. But I, personally, I mm-hmm. feel like CNN and MSNBC, they give people an honest chance to, to, to show their side of the argument. That's how I feel. 
But if it's just a dumb point that majority of the country doesn't deal with, they don't they don't agree with, that's the type of response you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Now I have my I have my reservations about CNN. I mean, they haven't mentioned Mark Lamont Hill in a in a while now. I wonder why we right. don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have a problem with MSN. I have some issues with MSNBC too. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about all this stuff on prison reform and everything throughout the whole week. But I think on Sunday night, you show nothing but inside the prison as a show. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Lock up, <laughs> you know lock up, right? Yeah, lock up. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, what what is it? Are you for prison reform or are you just exploiting it? I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So every every station has their things going on, man. But Fox News is just, they're just polluting the minds of so many people, man. And people, like, they really look at this stuff as Bible. So they got to be number 10 on my list. That's it. Yeah, I would, I would be inclined to agree with you because I see it. Basically, they are a propaganda arm uh, for the Republican Party. And basically, right. it's, it seems as if, though, they have a lot of influence over the president as well, because he mm-hmm. looks a lot at Fox News. And uh, when you talk about the stuff with the uh, shutdown and where the Senate, I guess, had passed the bill, the House signed off on it, they got the impression that the president was going to sign it. But then Rush Limbaugh and Cutler, uh, Laura Ingram, and Sean Hannity, mm-hmm comes out and says something, and then all of a sudden, you know, he doesn't sign it. So now he's already got the Republicans, which I'm not letting them off the hook, but he's got the Republicans, like Mitch McConnell, he says, well, I don't know what this guy is going to sign, because between the time that we make an agreement and the time that he actually has to sign it, things can change and happen so fast. So they felt yeah. that they've been burnt by this person that they just you can't you can't predict uh, what he's going to do and to hold right. the country and and basically you're holding the country hostage because like now you got the Democrats who swept into power in the House and now what they're doing is passing the same exact bill that the right. Senate had passed. And they're they're making it so okay. So now we want we 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 could debate this border security issue, okay? But let's open up all the other areas of government so that uh, even a smaller number of people are impacted. But no, he don't want yeah. to do that because he knows if you do if you do that, that's going to make it harder for him. So he's really hey, look, not hey, thinking about. Uh, you know, he's really not thinking about uh, the country, so to speak. He's thinking about basically he wants to tie them in, these 800,000 yeah. people, so that they will be impacted, hoping that they will put more pressure on the Democrats. But as of right now, the, uh, the, the American public is putting the blame on, on him and the, and the uh, Republicans. Pops, don't, don't give them too much, man. You know we got we got the whole list now. We may that person you referred to may be on this list. Okay, okay. He he may be on this list. Okay. okay. And trust and believe, if that person comes up, we gonna give it to him. Okay. He gonna get it. Don't give him too much. Don't give him too All much. Right. All right. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Who you, who you me got, in. I hear you. Who, <laughs> who you got at number nine, man? <laughs> man. I default to who you have because I told you my list starts at six. Okay, okay. So we're gonna do this then. Number nine, I'ma say on my list is Trump's base. Oh hell no. You know, I I don't know what to say about these people, just to be honest, at this point. Cause I just don't understand. I don't have, I don't even know how you get past just the behavior itself. Just how do, how are you just okay with how this man is acting in the White House? 
That's what I'm curious. I'm curious about that. <clears throat> I would like to know how you were raised, what your parents taught you, that the behavior of this White House by this particular man is okay. And why no matter what he seems to do, you follow him anywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. He's giving you nothing unless you're the top 1% or you're a corporation. He's giving you nothing. Uh, he's made it more, actually more difficult for you to get health care because of what he's doing to the Affordable Care Act. Um, minimum wage is still $7.25. It's a lot of jobs out there, but jobs that nobody wants pretty much. And, you know, with the whole immigration situation going on, <laughs> how are we going to fill them? Mm-hmm. So I just want to, where are the positives? <clears throat> is it the fact that you wanted somebody that can go out there and just say whatever the hell they wanted to say? I mean, that's cool, but did he have to be president? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you get behind, I don't know, maybe, maybe a country singer out there? There might be somebody who's made some controversial statements that you could have got behind. I'm pretty sure there's a person out there like that. I'm just trying to figure out why was this person okay to be president? Why do you follow every single word that comes out of this man's mouth? I I I just you know the, the way I see it when you run a campaign based on division mm-hmm. that 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 says it all to me and I just can't I can't wrap my hands around <clears throat> someone whose whole campaign was based on division I really can't. So, you know, I, 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 you lost me. You lost me. Once you, once you hear a person uh, describe uh, other ethnicities, people of color, a certain way, and you know some of the people, like you may have a, a closer relationship with some of the people. They may be a fellow. Uh, employee uh, of yours, a coworker of yours, and you hear how you hear how this person talks about those people, those individuals, and yet you can still bring yourself to vote for them. So to me, that makes it hard for me to wrap my hands around it because okay, as long as you're not uh, talking about me, then I'm happy with that. But that should not be the case. So. Uh, they lost me. When you say that, I can't well, I mean, even begin to say where they're coming from. I don't. I don't. I don't understand any explanation. Like, if there are certain things that you wanted to get done, I get it. I don't think that this man had to be president for that stuff to happen. Let's let's just keep that real. And on top of that, we sit here and talk about, oh, we gotta. I mean, I would assume most of us talk about we have to, you know, respect our women and all that stuff. And you know, I mean. You got the most disrespectful cat to women in the White House right now. You know what I'm saying? What exact, like, when you think about the president, in my mind, <clears throat> or somebody who I'd be willing to follow who can possibly become president, um, I would assume that I would want them to be some type of role model for my children. I mean, if you're the president of the United States, that's the highest office in the land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talk about all these athletes and stuff being role models. But that's an athlete. I mean, that's cool when it comes to sports and everything. We're talking about we can't expect the same thing from the president of the United States. And then we sit here and make the excuse, oh, we too, we too PC as a country right now. Well, that may be your opinion, but that's not the opinion of everybody else. Do I think that we're too sensitive about certain things? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not those people that, that are being talked about. I don't know how it makes them feel, so I got to respect their feelings. If they, they, if they don't want to be called certain type of names or, or whatever, then they, I got to respect that. I don't want them, I, there's certain things that I don't want people to call me or I, I don't want people to do to me. I would hope that they respect me. Mm-hmm. So why can't we, why can't we 
look for the same type of things in our, in our president, the same type of values. You willing to follow somebody who conducts themselves like this? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah, it's the uh, out. yeah, they've. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. They lost like this 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 whole thing of of morality, uh, which used to be uh, supposedly be the so uh, called calling card of the uh, Republican Party. And I don't want to get into Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever, Libertarian, all that kind of stuff there. But I just I just have a difficult time embracing I guess what what disturbs me. Those those commentators that I just ran down for you, the Rush Limbaugh's, the Laura Ingham's, the Ann Cutler's, Sean Hannity's. These people make a living off of divisive rhetoric. They make a living off of that. And mm-hmm. it's and, 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 and Trump basically is an opportunity. And yes, do I believe he's a racist? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And he's seen that he had an audience an audience that had that same thought process as he did. And that's why, let's don't, let's don't fool ourselves. How can you have, like, like I said, you got those Rush Limbaugh's who has maybe a listening audience of anywhere from 20 million. That's a lot of people, man. That's a lot of right. people. And that makes a difference. That makes a difference. When you, when you look at the, uh, you look at these different approval ratings and you see where the Republicans are high. They're high because of that 20 million plus. They're high right. because of that. That they feel the way. And that's what that's what uh this individual was able to tap into. And that's basically all I can say about that, because how can you if we're all in a similar situation, if we're all looking for affordable health care. If we're all looking for uh, uh, livable wages, if we're all looking for affordable education, then that should be a common something, something common about us all that we can agree on. But, well, look, it, yeah. Let me, let me leave you with this before we move on to the next one. Just, just, okay. just let this sink in. Let this sink in real quick, right? Mm-hmm. We literally have... <laughs> And I'm focusing on the base now. We literally had people or women at a per- political rally oh, no. for, for a presidential election mm-hmm. walking around with shirts that said, grab me by the pee. Think about that. Let that sink in. Oh, moving on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Moving on, number eight on the we're getting closer to the end of the show too, man. Number eight on the list. <laughs> number eight on the list. I got Representative Good Old Jim Jones. Oh hell no. Hmm. Wait, I mean, what is this guy, man? Seriously, what is this guy? Does he think that he's mm. like back in the? Does he think he's back in like the Abe Lincoln times with the way he talks? It sounds as if he's almost like. It, it reminds me of like if I'm watching like Colonial Williamsburg or something like this. I mean, you got the one guy sitting on the box, barking out all this crazy stuff, turning off the crowd. You know what I'm saying? It's like watching a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's he. It's like when every time he speaks, it's almost it's, it seems as if it's only to create a show. I don't really see any type of substance to anything that he talks about personally. Right. You know, I mean, he's, for him to sit there and be criticizing other people, doesn't he have his own stuff going on right now with the whole wrestling situation? Yeah. Like, was hiding the fact that, that people were getting molested. I mean, you got some nerve, bro. Mm-hmm. You got some nerve. Sit here and talk as if you're like you're all perfect or that your way of thinking should be the only way of thinking. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to when I interview people or I question people, 
you know, I'm trying to make it seem as if, you know, they don't know what they're talking about or basically what I'm preaching is gospel. Who are you? Mm-hmm. It's just almost like people like this that we have, you know, in our Congress and in our Senate, this is a waste of space at this point. It's a waste of space. Like, get somebody who's going to do their job for real, not just make it about, I'm going to battle anything the Democrats are doing. Or I'm going to protect this, this, this president that seems to be so good for the country. In whose eyes? Whose eyes? I don't want, you know what? I don't well, like talking about this guy, man, for real, man. Yeah, because, I mean, in, in this one, you have to label the whole Republican Party because they've abandoned their, they've abandoned their hallmark. Like uh, they were talking about fiscal conservatives and this morality stuff, all this here kind of stuff. Well, we just, just from what you're saying about uh, the wrestler and stuff like that, wrestling at Ohio. Right. Uh, so that, that morality thing has it, it, been thrown up in the air. And then this fiscal conservative, oh, yeah, well, uh, it's when, when uh, I guess a Democrat uh, – President is in there, then you want to be fiscal conservative, but you just allow a one trillion dollar uh, tax cut, which uh, you know it's just it's just to me it's just it's a bunch of hypocrisy. Right. Right. Yes, I mean I'm, I'm not even gonna waste any more time on him. You know, no. Just, <laughs> no. He got you know he's one of the people like honestly man, and this is this you know it's my own personal thought. But sometimes people just got. People just got a demeanor and a face that you just want to punch them right into sometimes. And I, I get that <laughs> feeling from him. I get that feeling from him. But, you know, mm. it is what it is. Let's move on. All right. Number seven. If you didn't think this person was going to make the list, I don't know what you was thinking. Number seven is Kanye West. Oh, hell no. I don't know okay. what the hell happened to Kanye over the past two years, man. I don't know what the hell wrong with Kanye. You know? Yeah, I, 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 you know, yeah, because I think, uh, I think his mother would be surprised uh, at his. Uh, well, I think basically Kanye. I think he finally, finally made the right choice, and that's to stay out of politics. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, he I finally think made so the right too. choice. Yeah, I don't. You know. I wouldn't have a problem if he was able to articulate. Uh, I mean, you know, you could, you okay, okay. Like I said, it's, it's, if you if you're Republican, you're Republican. You whatever, Republican, Democrat, right. Republicans. I'm I'm thinking that okay, Republicans are for smaller government, less government, and all that kind of stuff. There, less regulation, all of that kind of stuff. Okay, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. Now, it's, it's, it's just a, a difference of opinion between two people. I believe in this. You believe in that. I believe regulations are necessary because regulations aren't just born out of thin air. They, are, they, were, they were brought about as, as a correction to something that has taken place as a safety measure, uh, something to that effect. You know, so uh, I just think he – and then that, that performance, man, that he put on in the White House, man. That last, I was embarrassed, man. Yeah, I was embarrassed for him, man. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I th- the thing is this, man. Kanye's a genius. <clears throat> Kanye's a genius. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when he, when he has, you know, sometimes he does know what he's talking about. You know, he's he's been able to articulate other points of view that I've agreed with, you know? Right. Um. But I just I didn't understand like I didn't understand what he was trying to do in this situation, especially for a person who has the pulse of the people like he does. Mm-hmm. You know I just you know I, I feel like as an artist you kind of look to see what the what the feel of your people is and you and you give them what they want, and sometimes you gotta give them what's best for them. I don't I don't see how this was this situation or this this acting stuff that he put on. Was best for the people that um, that look up to him. I don't. I didn't see it. Let, 
Now, now, as I say this, like, like I said, my opinion, if his mother was around, maybe he wouldn't be acting this way. Or maybe he would, and she just wouldn't agree. Right, that's true. You know? Um, I, I would just say this. Uh, this is where, like I said, I think Kanye uh, just needed to at least do, have done some research, being that he, he lives in Trump Tower or something. He should have done some type of research into the history Trump has had with the African-American community and with the Central yeah. Park Five. And when, because Kanye, if Kanye can stand up there on national TV shortly after Hurricane Katrina and say, President Bush don't like black people, you know what I'm saying? Right. What, what, what kind of feeling does Trump give you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was I was like, oh, man. wow. Okay, I said that was deep. And, and, and when that brother said that, I, I turned to your mother and said, it's a good thing that brother can sing, because right. you know he's going he's going he's going there's going to be repercussions. And, and there was because I think he was hired as the spokesperson for Pepsi, and shortly after that came out, Pepsi released him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just think that I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm glad that I think it was John Legend. I think he talks to Kanye a lot. And I think he helped Kanye see what he was doing. And I'm just yeah. happy that he he has decided to you know he's gonna leave politics. He's gonna concentrate on on his music and leave politics to someone else. Yeah, it, it was it was about that time because he was he was making he was he was messing up, especially about the statements yeah. he made about slavery. I don't know what mm-hmm. he was thinking on that. That that was crazy mm-hmm. to me. But mm-hmm. moving on, moving on. Yep. Kanye was number seven. Hey, can I get one more? Can I get one more on the list and then we can. Yeah, because I had actually had Kanye as number six. So okay. we're cool. So let me do it. So let me go with number six on my board, okay? Okay. Number six on my list are the Dallas Cowboys fans. Oh, hell mm. <laughs> now, now let Now let me start off saying it this way, okay? There's nothing worse than being a Giants fan, right? Mm-hmm. And going through a losing season, and the Cowboys are winning. That's the worst feeling for any football season if you're a Giants fan. Okay? Because mm-hmm. all you're going to hear the whole season is how they're going to kick our butt, they're going to go to the playoffs, and they're going to win the Super Bowl for the rest of the damn season. Okay? Okay. Literally have to walk into work because people know I represent the Giants and I represent the Giants heavy. If you don't know, if you if you work around me and you don't know I'm a, a Giants fan, and you just ain't paying attention. It's pull like, like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, with that being said, I'm the person everybody got to talk stuff to. For some reason, so every Dallas fan in the building want to come and say something to me. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, I don't brag. See, this is the thing. I don't brag about my team. That's the one thing I don't do. Okay? Mm-hmm. But if we get to a situation where you want to talk stuff, I'm going to drop some facts on you. That's what I do. And with a season like this, I'm at a disadvantage. It's nothing I can say to them. Because, yes, mm-hmm. I'm doing better. But you, but you know the wonderful thing about this? And that's why I'm going to make this short so we can get into the top five. The wonderful thing about this is that all of that ended this weekend. <laughs> Let me give a shout out to the Los Angeles Rams. Appreciate that. Hope you do good in the playoffs for the rest of the playoffs because I want to see 
the Kansas City Chiefs versus Los Angeles Rams. That's my Super Bowl. Yeah, right I like there. to see the Chiefs. I like I like Mahomes. That's my Super Bowl right there. Yeah. All right. So with that said, let's get into it, man. Top five. We got 15 minutes. What are we gonna do? Top five. Let's go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, number five. I have Lindsey Graham. Oh hell no! <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't know what you're gonna get from Lindsey Graham, yo. I say that, mm. but his his behavior lately has been kind of despicable, especially after John McKinney passed away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because I was like, you could tell he was hurt. That was his friend. He had the speech talking about, you know, all of us had a little McCain in us. And I'm trying to figure out where is his. Yep. Because he ain't been acting like a McCain lately. No. Uh, Lindsay has been drinking that conversion Kool-Aid. What are you telling me? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that for number five, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Okay. Who we got for number four, man? Who we got for number four? I have Mitch McConnell. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I mean, you want me to speak on him or you want to speak? Well, let me just say this. I mean, this is what's bothering me. I just... One, for one time, and it, it made, okay, so let's look at it. So right now, okay, you had Richard Nixon, he was a Republican, who they were going to impeach him, I think. Uh, so uh, Republicans went uh, to talk to him. Okay, and I think, I think the Democrats may have controlled the Senate at the time. Okay, so they went to talk to him. So he ended up resigning. You had Bill Clinton, who was a Democrat. Uh, he was impeached by the Congress, but was not convicted by the Senate. Okay, so I guess what I'm what I'm looking for, and, and where does country and patriotism rise above party? Is it is is it that important to you that? you accomplish your party goals or to be a patriot for your country, a patriot to the United States Constitution. I guess that's where, that's the thing that I struggle with the most. I just don't see it. And, and, and it's, it's, it's back to this, they're calling it, more, you hear more and more about it now, like tribalism. You know, yeah. and that's where I'm at, man. I just, I just can't understand that. Man, to me, Mr. McConnell's a snake. Seriously. Look at his moves over the past ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, coming out saying that he's basically going to make sure President Obama was a one-term president. Yeah. How was that your? Yeah. How 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 was that your? When you got to run the country, how was that your main focus? And how is that mm-hmm. a positive thing going into an administration? How is that positive? Mm-hmm. It's not. Then, then you're going to hold back a Supreme Court pick. Yep. That was shady as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was shady as hell. Um, and now, of all, of all things, after you preach about jobs and stuff throughout a whole presidential election, you sit there and now you're withholding a bill from coming to the floor so people can vote on it, knowing that it's going to pass to reopen the government. Mm-hmm. So, how do you preach to somebody that you want to get get them jobs, keep them employed, but then you're closing down the government and millions of people or thousands of people can't even or not even getting paid, and some gotta still gotta go to, gotta go to work. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I sit there and I watch. I sit there and watch. You know how they have where they show the debate sometimes going on on the floor, right? Yeah. I watch 
the minority leader debate the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, asking him, can we bring the bill forward to open the government back, right? Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell saying um, they want to vote. They, now, they're going to vote on some bills, but it's about whatever's going on with Israel. So the guy's like, I'm willing to vote on those bills, but we need to take these up first to reopen the government. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell comes back. Oh, so is so is my is is the honorable gentleman saying that you don't want to vote or you don't care about the issues going on with Israel? How how do you change? Okay, how do you make it now his fault because he wants to bring forth a bill to open up our government? You know, the country you actually live in. Right. But now you want to criticize him because he doesn't want to immediately vote on a bill dealing with Israel. Mm-hmm. Saying that it's going to now our our um our friends in Israel are going to see who we are. Come on, get, get, get me with the bull the bullshit, man. I'm so sick of this. Man, move on, man. Who's who's next? Yeah. yeah. Who's next? Yeah. Who next on the list? What we got? Number three. Number three. Yes. Number three. Who is who got it for number three? Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh hell no. You know what? Don't even waste your time, man. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even waste your time. Well, no, your she's, time. Just, we, she's just look, basically look, uh, repeating whatever the uh, president says, basically, you know? Look, we got eight minutes. We can't waste no time on Sarah. Okay, okay. all right. Move, moving on, moving on. Who okay. we got? Number two. Number two. I'm going to let you do that. Number two. Yeah, okay. I mean we gonna go we gonna go with Kelly Ann Conway, man. Okay. Oh hell no. <laughs> I don't even know if I have to say anything. I feel like anybody that watches her when she comes on T V is probably like just immediately disgusted afterwards. She you know what? The thing is this. The thing is this. Me personally, I like a woman with an attitude. You know what I'm saying? My wife, mm-hmm. she walk around with an attitude, I would say probably most of the time. And sometimes I piss off on purpose just to do it. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. because I find it attractive. I find it attractive. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing from having an attitude and just being nasty. Like, she is like, you straight up, all jokes aside, you can tell she's definitely a Jersey girl. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. They got that. They got that little mean streak to them. I get it, but I feel like when you're in a position, when it comes to government, you got to conduct yourself in a different way. Now it's okay if you're getting beat down to defend yourself. I get it. Most of what's going on right now, it ain't your fault. It ain't your fault. Right. I guess my question is, how does her husband deal with that? Because he's tweeting one thing, she's saying another. Imagine what's going mm-hmm. on in the house. Oh, yeah, that's got to be tough. Oh, my God. That's got to be tough. Let's just go with number one, man. (laughs) Who we got for number one? Well, man, you know. Number one. I looked long and hard at that, and I tried to say, "Mm, yeah, who is number one? And, you know. This was a hard one. It was a hard one, man. And I, but you know what? The only person I could come up with is Donald J. Trump. Oh, hell no! (laughs) Man, say, hold on. Oh, hell no! Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? I'm almost mad. We only got five minutes left in the show right now. Right. I'm almost mad right now because we can go on forever about this particular individual. But mm. let's just do it this way. Let's do it this way. Let's go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it like this. Two minutes, two minutes, me and you, we go back and forth. And we, you just you drop a situation, that he, something he did, I'll drop a situation. There. Let's see how far we can get in two minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? All right, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. 
Let's go first. I'm going to say his comments on Charlottesville. Yes, sir. His interview with Lester Hall. Okay. Um, let's go with the recent news. Him actually confiscating the notes from the from the interpreter at the meeting between him and Putin. You go. His press conference with him and Putin standing side by side. Wow. Um, let's go with this one. Another recent one. How about him saying that the first lady of the United States is going to make salads for the whole football team? That wasn't disrespectful. <laughs> that one? Now, you got me on that one, Ron, because that was the first one. I heard that one. Yeah, he said, yeah, we'll have Melania make you all salads. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you go. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I guess he calls people that uh, turn states evidence. I guess he calls them what flippers? Yeah. Rats. They're flippers. Call rats, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're weak. They're weak and they're rats. That's what he says, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? How about this? How about calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas? In front of the Native Americans that he's honoring that oh, day. Come yeah. on, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, definitely. Man. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Come on. I mean, we yeah. can go on for days about this, man. It's just, it's one I mean, thing after another. And and he, in his, whenever he does a, a conference, uh, he repeats, he repeats, keeps repeating certain words over and over again. It's like... Right. It's no collusion. It's no collusion. It's yeah. no collusion. Yeah. No collusion. No collusion. Um, and then uh, when he appointed acting uh, Attorney General, was it uh, Matt Whitaker? Yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, it's just, it's just the, it's the lies... It's the snarkiness. Um, most of all, it's just the it's just the blatant lying. That's what I don't I don't get it. Like you know, he just blatantly lies. Dude, what gets me? We we big time. We screwed yeah. big time. We screwed up big time by yeah. the election of this individual because yeah, I don't know if you heard the latest thing he was talking about talking about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Talking about yeah. making a move to try to—I don't know what he's going to try to do because they appointed for life. So I don't—I don't know what it is he's trying to do now. I ain't hear about trying to push her off the seat before she's gone. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, how about this? How about we take the, off the really want to see leave the Supreme Court? Let us vote. Yeah, yeah. How about that? If you for the people, let us decide who we want off the Supreme Court. I can Absolutely. think. Of, I can think of definitely one that won't be on there no more. Mm-hmm. But look, man, we at the end of the show. I hope everybody enjoyed the little top ten list. Something we wanted to do differently for the for the new year. You know, we're gonna start bringing some some real topics, some real content. You know what I'm saying? We need you to spread the word though. But probably got thirty five seconds. I think we're good to go, yeah. man. Just to yeah, I think we're gonna to try people. to. Uh, for the new season, we're going to try to do a lot more uh, interviews, guest interviews, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So stay tuned. Y'all listen to the provocation, real people, real conversations. We shall be back most likely either Monday or Tuesday next week. Try to get some more content going out. But with that said, we out of here, man. All right. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. What's up, man? You still there? Hey, yeah. Hans want to know uh, about the plans. Uh, you and Talia are coming up. Are y'all still coming up? I'm going to talk to you off here. Okay. All right.
All right. Talk to you then. All right.